We talked about Elon Musk uh, a lot today and his bid to buy Twitter for about $43 billion and take it private. Can he do that? What position now is Twitter in? We hear about poison pills and other terms that are frequently tossed about in the financial sectors. Dan Ives is a managing director, senior equity research analyst with Wedbush Securities. To talk about this with us, Dan, thank you for coming on with us. Yeah, great to be here. So when somebody offers... Forty-three billion to buy a company. Why isn't it as simple as, no, thank you, we don't want to sell it to you? Yeah, I mean, look, as a public company, just given the board, the fiduciary responsibility is in the interest of shareholders. So when Musk comes along, and we'll call it a corporate raider, with a cash bid, the board now is going to be pressured at Twitter to either accept the bid or shop Twitter and ultimately, you know, we believe, you know, look for other bids. So that's why for Twitter's board, this is a living nightmare, you know, that the, they face the prospect of likely that Musk will end up owning Twitter. Now, he said that if they don't accept his offer, he is going to, I think the phrase he used, reconsider his position. His position is 9%, I believe, stakeholder in Twitter. He owns about 9% of it already, stock-wise. What does that mean? What threat, what what action could he take that would be trouble for Twitter? Yeah, and look, this is a game of high-stakes poker. So when Musk says that, he recognizes that if he walks away from this, Twitter stock goes from mid-40s down to low-30s you know, within a, an hour. So because right now, by him being involved as an activist and now likely an owner of Twitter, he holds a lot of the cards. This is going to put more and more pressure on the board to sit down with him, try and negotiate. And that ultimately now really creates what's a Game of Thrones situation uh, between Musk as well as Twitter and the board. So the board, their obligation is to do the best thing for their shareholders, correct? That's the way that they look at their role? Exactly. So the board fiduciary responsibility is in you know, what shareholder interest. So they, even though they might hate Musk and might not right. want to talk to him, the fact that he comes with a bid, this is going to really seriously put their back against the wall. Because, because their role is to Musk make the shareholders as much money as possible. And right now, him offering higher than what it's worth is as much money as they can make possible. So they must consider it even if they can't stand him, et cetera. And there is nobody who has a bigger stake that Jack guy who uh, ran Twitter for all that time, he doesn't own more of it or whatever. There's nobody who has more of Twitter and therefore can manipulate things bigger than Elon Musk. Well, I do think Dorsey and behind the scenes, I mean, they're going to travel the world looking for any bidders that could ultimately outbid Musk. The problem is, you know, given that he's worth $300 billion, and he basically, even in terms of leveraging shares, could get upwards of about 60 to $70 billion, that's going to be a tough order, which is why for the Twitter board, the, the clock essentially struck midnight in terms of Musk going after them. And this is really going to force them into a sale. And it creates a political firestorm on both sides because for many, Musk is a hero. For others, he's a villain. 
and especially on the freedom of speech, it creates this political firestorm that now has become Twitter. Is it is it likely that if he gets Twitter, that there will be some kind of political reaction to this, a changing of a law, perhaps that that uh, what was that two twenty thing or whatever uh, that uh, how these how organizations, tech firms like this, informational firms are classified because it's one guy who could run amok with a uh, w- with an information system like that do you think that there'll be a political backlash and some try to make a what we could, would effectively be the Elon Musk law well look it's a great point in the fact that there's many within the beltway as well as brussels that they'll shiver in their nightmares thinking about musk owning twitter as a platform. So this is going to cause regulatory issues. There's, there's a limited amount they could do from an antitrust perspective, but no doubt, I mean, this is going to have a lot of hurdles to get done, but what it's also done, it's put Twitter in the spotlight in terms of as a public company for a company that's underperformed in the social media arms race. And that really is why the board's hand is ultimately going to be forced into their next action which is either selling to Musk or selling to some other white knight, and it's hard to find one. Why do you think he's doing this? I think he's doing it at first because social media for Musk, and I've been following him for decades, I've seen it with Tesla and SpaceX. Once he feels like he could disrupt an area of the market and it's not being run efficiently, that's where he views it as more than a pet project. And that's where essentially what Twitter has become. It's been a big part of his success in terms of global reach. And now he knows he can't build it from the ground up. And Twitter is a platform. It was ripe for what I call an activist because of Dorsey moving to the background and others. So that's why he recognized it was now or never. Twitter was going to be the platform. And ultimately, he also recognized that if he wanted to, he could ultimately buy the whole company. And that's why Twitter's in this situation right now. And it's, look, this is a get out the popcorn time because this is going to have many twists and turns, you know, in the, uh, the weeks and months ahead. What if he, if he does get it and he owns it, what do you think he does to it? That changes. Well, I think it? first, he'll, yeah, first he'll make it a subscription model. I think that would likely be the first in terms of paid, you know, right now, the advertising model, you know, it continues to be a laggard. I think from a freedom of speech perspective, he's going to have a lot less filtering. And that's, look, that becomes a tightrope, right, because of hate speech and others. And, and, and I think Twitter could become more controversial from that perspective. And then I, he's going to have to figure out a better way to monetize Twitter. And I think that right now there's more questions than answers. Is this just a freedom of speech play for Musk and he's going to throw $40 billion around it? Or is there something more to be seen here? And that, that's the question that Wall Street's asking. That's why the stock – Wall Street basically views this as skepticism that Musk could have the financing or ultimately could go after Twitter. And that's why this is going to be – look, this is one for the history books in terms of how this is all going to play out. Well, days to come will be interesting. Dan Ives, thanks for explaining that so clearly to us. Appreciate it. Thank you. With uh, Webb Bush Securities, their senior equity research analyst. Interesting stuff.
would it be way subscription? Above our, way wow. above our pay grade. You think, oh, yeah. pay, you think people would pay if it was a subscription site? Yeah, I'm sure they would. You think so? Yeah. Or they just not, all, not as many who not as many who use it now. Well, no half way. of them. Don't I mean, they have enough. like subscription stuff already that people use and pay for. And yeah, but I'm talking about popular. the majority of Twitter, the the, the non checks that we were talking about earlier. They're not going to pay. You have an empty restaurant. Nobody's coming into your place. You put a bouncer out front with a with a velvet rope, and you limit people who can come in, and suddenly you have a line. <laughs> okay. Human nature sometimes is to want to belong to a club that, that makes it hard to get in. So don't be so sure that people wouldn't rush to be on Twitter if you had to pay to do it. I, I'm just saying. I hope Remember, there was a point in time people uh, said, I'm not paying for TV. Yeah. 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 That's but true. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. We yeah. Find, yeah, I've never paid or for water. water. I've never paid for water. I was just about to say that. <laughs> or Mitch, I'm telling you. In your tires. You, you, we talk about how we would like Twitter to be and people would go on it. But I think people are happy with the sewer. And when you clean the sewer up, I think they're going to go find another sewer. Maybe. Maybe right for somebody else. They already said Twitter is already passe. And TikTok Nobody, is supposed TikTok to be the TikTok and thing, Instagram man. are way, way more used by people than Twitter is anyhow. So we'll see what he does. Well, they said that about MySpace. Yeah. personally i spend a lot of time on napster every day and i don't know why people it's it's not working as well as it used to i don't know why it's just something i must be doing wrong didn't i see you on tiktok i believe (laughs) 760 wjr